What goes up must come down. The battle rages on this week on the Hapless Heroes podcast. Every time you say that, I just picture a zombie made out of just asses. Hello and welcome back to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave and I will be your host and dungeon master for this evening. We will, of course, start this evening in combat, as it were, as we would any other evening by introing our cast, starting from my right with Francesco as the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. I have a plan, and that plan is murder. To his right, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. So close to godhood, just got to kill a few more things to get there. To his right, we have Nicole as Boris the Butcher. So much stabbing. To her right, we have Zach as Pregnart. I don't think I'm going to murder anyone, but I kind of did the thing that made them start to die in the first place. To his right, we have Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. Oh, that's all right, little buddy. They're playing my tempo. To his right, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. The hero is here. And to his right, we have James as Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. We left off in combat at the bottom of initiative. We will head right back to the top with our combat already in progress. About four grave titans. Three of them up, up, up in the air about 100 feet or so, more or less per the uh, effects of the reverse gravity spell cast upon them. So we will start with, uh, let's say, Boris is at the top of initiative. You have four Grave Titans left to right. They are in this uh, reverse gravity field, which is a, was it a hundred foot radius or diameter? A uh, hundred foot diameter, hundred Di- foot high. Yep, 100 foot diameter or 100 foot high. So they are about 50-ish feet out from you since you are just outside the group, more or less outside of this reverse gravity area. They are about 100 feet in the air, save for the one furthest to the right, which, as I recall, is clutching for dear life to the ground as it is being pulled upward. And can I just... We have not done any damage to them yet. Have yeah, we, we have. Who's Number fought them? Us, three, us, I believe. I was going to say, us ranged users and uh, spellcasters have definitely been okay. able to are any things. Dave, is it fair for me to ask if any of them are more damaged than the others? I didn't write down damage last time. You One and two have taken more of the beating than three and four. Okay. And which one had enemies abound on it? Three or two? Three. 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 Okay. I believe that was yeah. three. One, two, star on three. one, two, three are floating in the air. Three attacked one and two and dealt significant damage. 
And to keep us honest, because we actually, I, I remember mentioning it in the last episode, but we never actually resolved the trigger for that. Number three took damage after Enemies Abound was cast on it and should have repeated the save for Enemies Abound to stay active. And we didn't actually do that. So before anyone in the internet comes for us, I'm just calling it out now that I definitely noticed that when I was editing. Yep. Thank you. I missed it. It's to the party's advantage. Don't like me. Or don't like it. Oh, Stop listening. Okay. Right. You made it this far. Deal with it. We Deal fuck up that. sometimes. Mistakes happen. This is D&D at any table. No matter what happens, it's just the professionals do a better job of edi editing out their mistakes. Uh, I'd rather keep them in, keeps, it makes us look human still. I wish I could remember the dude's name now who you laughed at me for not knowing, but I bet there's no mistakes at his table. Oh boy. Would attacking Grave Titan number four right now, the guy that's clinging for dear life to the grass would that count as a sneak attack since he's like very much distracted with trying not to fly into the air but you have to go in there right not if I throw my dagger at him from out here Ooh. um I am going to say no just because it falls very much outside of the strict bounds of uh what's going on yeah you would, not, you would yeah I was gonna say you would need yeah. to either have advantage on your attack an ally would need to be within five feet engaged with it, or there's one other condition and I forgot what it is. But those are the, those are like, the, the, there's only like a few. If I'm hiding. Yeah, if you're hiding, there you go. If you're making the attack, yeah. like, so if it's if it's an attack made from surprise. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I could see how you could campaign for this to be a surprise attack as it That's is. That's more what it, I was just as, inquiring if it would count. Yeah, as its intention is pretty much firmly on the ground. But I'm going to say that, no, it is still pretty engaged on the combat at hand as well. It's just doing it upside down while hanging right. from the Right. I was going to say, it is still very painfully aware of, ever, of all of our presences, including okay. yours. <laughs> How far away am I from Jarrell right now? I think I walked 30 feet to the left. I think that's where I went. Uh, yes, I have a Jarrell. I've got, um, looks like I've got a Hoblet who moved over there, possibly. Yep, I'm right next to Jarrell. Okay, yes, I see at least the two of you off to the left on my And Hedrick, I thought, followed Jarrell. Okay. Perfect. I'm gonna... Oh, I see Spirit Guardians in there. It must be a Hedrick then, too, yeah. Boris is gonna just dance over in that direction and hide behind the cluster of men and um, ready her dagger for future use. Yes, because okay. I have a plan. Okay, that sounds like a prudent use of your action economy. Was there anything else you were going to be doing? No, not at the moment. Okay, Boris, you screen yourself behind the other larger party members of uh, both Hoblet and Jarrell. And we are to Hedrick. You are next in initiative. Hedrick has been relishing for a moment like this. And uh, the first thing he's going to do is inspire Captain Quinn. His hair is long and his cap is wide, his rapier hanging at his side. He speaks about himself with pride, which never seems to get old. 
Soon may the south wind come. Hide your wenches, golden rum. You'll know when his hat blots out the sun that the mighty south wind blows. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, you get a D10 inspiration. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to definitely, when this episode airs, need you to transcribe that in the uh, episode talk channel because that's I, I want that sea shanty to go viral on YouTube. Let's go. Well, um. I have the entire, uh, all five verses in the <laughs> Hedrix um, favorites, Hedrix hits. Oh, yeah, I got to upload more of those, too. I think that now that they've some more have been aired, I got to put those on Patreon. And the next thing he's going to do is cast uh, Vicious Mockery on uh, number four, the one who's on the ground still. Okay, so this one's a callback. I hope uh, I hope you guys can remember the first time I ever cast this spell. I, I think I've made a little upgrade. You're a bitch, ghoul. This has gone too far. Because you know we're coming up here anyway. You can go down when your head gets bludgeoned. You can go down once we clear this dungeon. You're a bitch, ghoul. And it won't take long because the heroes are here to save the day. You can go die because the evil just won't get you too far. <laughs> wow. <laughs> James is like, it ain't easy. <laughs> yeah. Turn this way, you can't feel pain. I was gonna say that one really struck a chord with James. That's one of <laughs> that's one of the kids' favorite songs. I listen to that shit all the oh, time. Okay. What a great vicious mockery! Yeah, that is. Now it has to make a what charisma save? The wisdom. Wisdom. Okay. Well, let's see. plus three on top of. Uh, gets a 19 total. Ooh. Ooh, he eats it. Fog him. Yep. Unfortunately, the Grave Titan fails to appreciate music. Well, shit. I thought it worked last time. (laughs) Both Hall and or Oates. And one guy. His name is Holland Oates. You be, oh. John Den- you be John Denver, I'll be Holland Oates. Dude, Holland Oates <laughs> is two people. No, it's not. His first name is Holland, and his last name is Oates. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> well, even though Hedrick poured his heart out and it didn't take the effect he expected, he'll still uh, post up close to Javrel. I think he was like... Five feet back, five feet to the right. Well, Jer- yeah, I was gonna say, Jer- was. yeah, I was just saying, Jarrell was like moving along like the the edge of the the, flank. the, gra- the gravity, the well, gravity, essentially. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, it more or less looks like the entire party it has or is in the process of shifting to the left. Yes, to be prepared oh, for most drop. of us. Most of us. Yes. Not me. I'm cool. No, where I'm Felix, at. I have you. Yes, right where you are. All right, and if uh, is that the end of uh, Hedrick's turn then? Yep, that'll do it. Okay, that does take us to Felix. You are where you are. Now, what are you doing where you are? So, uh, something I've neglected for a couple combats now because I keep, I, I'm a terrible familiar owner. Um, I still got Slim, and she's still got the help action. 
So before I do anything for myself, I'm going to have my familiar take her action to move to Boris and give her the help action so that her next attack is made at advantage, therefore conferring sneak attack damage. And then my, what I'm going to do as Felix for my action, I'm going to look at number four, and I'm going to aim right at that hand or those hands that are gripping this yes. solid earth, and I'm going to fire three Eldritch Blasts as my action, and then as a bonus action, fire a moat of light from my crown of stars on my head. So let's start with the three okay. Eldritch Blasts. Okay. Oh, shit. All right, so let's resolve these two first. <laughs> oh, so you're trying to shield a, uh, a uh, one. Shh. Shush. Shush. It's okay. No, no, it's okay. I see. Okay. I, I don't have to see you to see you. It's okay. No, it's okay. It's, 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 everything's fine. Uh, the first two, I... And now, mind you, these are not just Eldritch Blasts. These are repelling, agonizing blasts of lethargy because they have repelling blasts and lance of lethargy attached to them. That's that's fine. I'm I'm a benevolent dungeon master. I'll let you have this. So first one plus 12 would make it a 23, and then a 25 are the first two beams. And then the third one plus 12 is a 13. Okay, so uh, (laughs) run the... So a five and a thirteen, you said? No, I they were it was it was twenty three, twenty five, and a nat one. Twenty three, twenty five. Okay, yes, obviously you hit with the two. Uh, let's uh, let's roll the damage off of the two hits. Okay, you're looking at nineteen force damage, um, and its movement speed is reduced by ten, and it's pushed ten feet. Okay. Um, I want to hold on to that push of 10 feet. Okay. Um, we are going to <laughs> add. Um, let's see. So he's taken a significant amount of damage. We're going to make the constitution saving throw. That's, yeah, that, that's what I determined it's going to be to hold on. I don't know if that's really it. But that's what I'm saying. It is. It's, you're, it's, you're the DM, but it's your choice. Dealer's choice. Yeah, I'm going to say, uh, one, because the die is uh, sketchy, and two, because I think it's fun, that it's going to be enough to make him let go. So at the same time he's letting go, he is also being pushed back with a force of uh, 10 feet. Um, That's, um, what, an instantaneous force being applied? Yes. Oh, good. Let's play with some physics here. (laughs) We're just going to, you know, I'm just going to napkin math this, uh, like, on the <laughs> scratch paper in my head here. But um, Folks out there at home, get you a DM that does napkin math for weird physics. Well, like, I, I'm not really trying to do the math math because I don't want to bog this thing down any worse than it already no, is. No, 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 no. Just like, just like quick janky math. That's the kind we all love. I would say 10 feet up, 10 feet back you know, away well, because he's being pulled at the same time. It's not quite. Uh, we're going to say, um, we're, we're going to simplify this as being spread out over one second uh, so that it's uh, 10 feet per second that we're starting with heading back. Um, or something like that. Um, it's going to be a 
Yeah, that sounds right. Um, it's still 32 feet per second squared. Wait, what are we trying to figure out? Um, the, the angular velocity far, of yeah, this uh, trajectory. Really, yeah. how much of a backwards component I want on it as it's flying upwards. And I'm going to say, yeah, it's going to just be a solid 10 feet per second for every second it's doing this. It's also fading backwards. Okay. Simple All right. Enough. And then the net yep. one also should probably resolve because I'm not going to be an asshole and keep continue to hide that from you. Yep. Um, there is nobody in between you and the Grave Titans, so... Um, yeah, we're just going to have it fizzle because I, I can't come up with anything really creative for uh, it. That's why right. they call me Fizzlebottom. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then the yeah, bonus that's action... That's what I'm going to say ass. is it it fails to cast and it's visible about failing. Like it's a big like pop or something coming out of your hands. Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good thing I don't need my hand to fire a moat of light, because that's off my head. Yep. So um I'm also gonna fire that at four because I just feel like shitting on number four right now. It's fine. Yeah, that'll do. Uh sixteen on the die plus 12 to hit is definitely going to do it. Yes. It um, so that's going to be four D 12 radiant damage. Just... I see some mediocre numbers here. Oh, that's a nine, not a six. Okay. I'm, okay, I'm all right with that. Uh, we got 22 radiant damage. 22. Okay. Yep, and then again, just a reminder, Slim Shady is now hanging out with Boris. Boris has advantage on her next attack roll. Yes, I do have help uh, listed next to Boris in my okay. initiative tracker. And that's my turn. I'm going to stay right where I am. I'm All good here. All right. Pregnart, it is you. All right, well, I'm going to lose concentration on the reverse gravity field. And um, okay. I'm going to move into the area where it was. All and right. Let me ask you something. Okay. No, well, is is my action to lose concentration? Is like ending that spell an action? Wait. I no. don't think it is. It actually. is not. It is not. Um, you can just choose yeah. to end concentration on the spell. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I. It's the it's first a, time I've heard it asked like that. But yeah, it's not. It's not anything. It's just you're just not doing a thing. I guess you would categorize it as like a free action, if you wanted to put it under some sort of like bucket. Yeah. Cool. Now, all right. So, may I also move thirty feet towards? I guess the uh, the the footprint of these falling uh, creatures now, and cast a one hundred foot lightning bolt upwards at them <laughs> as they fall. That's amazing! Holy shit! Um, yes, and I want to try to uh, figure out and resolve a couple of things. So we've got Fucking. the three. We've got three. They're going to be taking the full fall. But we've got number four, and I want to sort of work from him over. 
Um, this is all taking place over one second, so he's got about 32 feet of up and about 10 feet of back, since it's essentially falling upwards 9.8 meters per second squared is 32 feet per second squared. It's one second, so we get to ditch all the stupidness. They're, 32 feet. They're going to hit the ground and they're going to hit the ground in 2.5 seconds. Yeah, that sounds more or less right, and they're going to take a fuckload of fall damage. Hey, but Dave. This guy. Could we make the argument that number four was still like the gravity would have been pulling him up? So like it's not like he would just stop. Wouldn't his momentum carry him up a little bit higher than thirty-two <laughs> feet? Maybe like forty you know or forty-five. No, you're and correct. And he would start to come back down. Yep, you're a hundred percent correct. Uh, the actual origin of that is thirty-two feet up. So he's got that. Um, he's got that velocity, which is right. Yeah, over the course of a second, we're Hang still going to say it's Let me figure this out. Let's <laughs> say maybe 45 feet. I think yeah. we need his weight to figure out the velocity yeah. properly, right? No, you don't. I've taken mm-hmm. calculus, but I don't care Our foreign listeners who graduated like third grade and learned this in a real school are like, oh, yeah, we learned that a long time ago. Like, what's they've the, on the math already. What's the dilemma, though? In American school. Like, so... I just want him to take more damage. The higher this guy goes, the more damage sure. he takes when he comes down. I'm trying to figure out how high it goes and how far back it's going to land. I mean, we can, it's really never going to be exact because we right. don't know the exact time intervals between like turns. So right. It's, I'm just like, saying, let's jack up that 30. Yeah. Right. Cause an entire round, an entire round takes place in the span of six seconds. It's kind of all happening at once. Yeah. It's just that the things that are happening are happening in the order of initiative, but it's still all happening in that same six seconds. Yeah, it is. I'm just sort of, for purposes of things, subdividing everything. Yeah. And Makes eight sense. parties is close enough to six where I call, if I call the turn one second worth of time in between it ha- uh, when he let go and uh, when the force is no longer being applied, it's close enough to give us an image. But uh, yeah, you're right. He's going to go... We're just going to say another 32 feet up, so he's going to go 64 feet in the air. He's going to fly 10, 20, um, then 35 feet back. Sounds good. We did it. Five, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just cutting the Gordian knot on this and sort of giving numbers. Plus... I, I'm assuming that everybody's going to allow us to use a little bit, a little bit of cartoon physics here. Yeah, yeah. we are that no, cartoon. This is the level of realism that they draw the line at right here. This, uh, this is where their suspension of disbelief stops. <laughs> if we didn't lose them because we missed the check before, this is what we lost them on. That's it. Fuck. Well, we'll see. Ya. Thanks for listening all these years. You know. <laughs> I'm just taking a quick look. Um, there isn't any modifier for uh, larger, uh, bigger creatures taking anything extra from falling, is there? I don't think so. I, I don't remember seeing that yeah. in the DM guide. I think it's just, yeah, you know. I didn't you, either. It's I think just, you just yeah. add a D6 for every 10 feet you fall. Yep. So, yeah, one is going to take 6D6, and uh, the other three are going to take 10D6. 10D6? Oh. What a big number. So are we just assuming that they've fallen at 
at this point, they are on the ground. No, they are falling. No, they're falling. Oh. They are going to hit the ground and take damage at a specific time in between other uh, people's turns. So you're just letting us know what damage they will take when that happens. Yes, because it's going to be a foregone conclusion at that point. I'm just trying to prep what I'm doing. Are they so they're still in midair by the time it gets to my turn? Yes, they are. Um, enemies. Yes, they will still be in midair and actually probably pretty damn close to the ground by the time it's your turn. But Pregnard is trying to cast lightning bolts into the air up at them. Okay, that's fine. Um, that's entirely electricity and won't impart any actual force. So what do we got there? Cool. Yeah. Well, okay. What's and I'm going to... Ch- Go ahead. Nothing. I, I don't think I'm going to twin that spell. I do. Shit, one's enough. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a five foot wide uh, thing, I guess. It's a hundred foot long, five foot wide. So. Split it off? Come it? on, dude. For, for dramatic effect? Are you kidding me? Why not? Yeah, I think I, think I, gotta, I, think I gotta twin it. When else are you gonna spend them? I gotta spend twin them, it. Come on. Okay, so. I am set up to deal them the damage when they hit the ground. Um, now I know what they will be taking. I you guys roll it. It's open. Okay, I am all set with that. And yeah, what's that? Uh, what's that lightning bolt doing now? Um, I'm gonna twin that spell, and that is going to be a 100 foot long, five foot wide. I'm, I guess I'm gonna hop into the air, frog like, just so that I can get the maximum range on that (laughs) and that is going to be um 8d6 yeah when you cast the spell using a spell slot of fourth level or higher the damage increases by 1d6 for each slot above third you know let's let's go for fourth so you're essentially putting one in the direction of the three that are directly above you and then one the other one in the direction of the one that's arcing outward that I hit with my Eldritch Blast is essentially what's happening. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. That's amazing. I love this. <laughs> it's okay. I, feel like I just imagine so, like the whole like Matrix leap, right? Where like Pregnart's got his arms out and he's just like firing this like, you know, sweeping arc of like lightning. <laughs> yeah. What well, what is it also emanating kind of from? It? Like Pregnart's mouth? <laughs> Um, I think just classic two hands. Boom. Ooh, classy. I mean, you could go with the crazy different direction frog eyes. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. The, fro- the frog eyes will match the direction of the hands and we'll say like an like a, a forked hand for the one going towards the three and just like an outstretched finger for the for the one. <laughs> yes. And uh, all right, let me let me roll these damages. Yeah, and they got to make deck saves. I don't know how good they are going to be at that in the air. Well, here's the thing: is they they have nothing to impart force upon. They are unable to use their dexterity to impact the outcome. Therefore, I'm not giving them a saving throw. Full damage, baby. That's green light. Go, Pregnart. Green light. Go. All right. And I'm going to do this at fourth level. So we're going to do nine D6s for each for each bolt, right? Sure. Wonderful. 
Yeah. Okay. Right, because you're rolling on. you're rolling yeah. one nine one set of nine d six for the three, and then another nine d six for the um, the other target. I'm just gonna roll these dice digitally. What do you suggest? Yeah, no, Brandon? absolutely. Unless you have a Warhammer cube of dice. Right, which I do. But yeah, yeah. you need you would need like all the tiny little d6s. So if you want to roll them digitally, that's fine. You no, know, open it. it it's even for me. I'm, when I roll the fall damage, I'm opening an app and doing that because it's more worth it than walking across the room to get my Warhammer. I was going to say, I have, I have 9d6, but that's just, that's me. Yeah. I opened up random.org forward slash dice and uh, I'm going to roll nine virtual dice. Good thing this defaults defaults to d6s, I'm assuming. And the first dice roll is going to be 30. Okay, and I'm going to say sure. If uh, that sounds right to your, your math, then 30 is what it is. And all and three of them will take me 30. Oh, cool. And I'm going to roll again for just that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say they're close enough where you'd be able to find some sort of angle to clip them all at. Cool. And it just looks cooler anyway. And that's what this is all about. It's it's all about combat is all aesthetics. And the other one's going to get 26. The other one gets 26. Yes. Okay, we haven't hit bloody yet on anybody. But let's see if that changes sometime soon. So that's the first second. Uh, well, Pregnart, do you have anything, any other movement or bonus actions you're doing on your turn? Uh, no. All right. No, I don't. Wonderful. Okay. We get to the enemies who are in free fall. Number three needs to make the saving throw for enemy abound. Ooh, yes, he would. He's taken a bunch of damage, but fuck it. He's just going to take it on his own turn. The guy's got more pressing issues. Might be a little confusing. So uh, what is the save that he has to make? Is that a whiz? You reach into the mind of a creature you can see and force it to make an intelligence saving throw. Yeah, no, that's an unnatural one. So now what does he do? Yeah. Does he have to? Well, right now, he still considers everyone around him as an enemy, so there's potential to attack his other Titan friends. Right. Yes. And getting to enemies. Yeah, why not? That's what we're going to do. Uh, he will start by swinging at the other two who are within range. Because if they were all falling at the same speed, they're all at the same place. <laughs> and they're all about 50 feet from the group of us, you had said, right? Oh, let's see, about 50 feet out plus or minus, you know, licking your finger, sticking it up in the air, looking, trying to gauge it. Oh, what about 60 feet from the ground? And the one that's flying off by itself, that's flying away from Felix, that's still not flying towards the rest of us, right? Yeah. 
No, he still had some upward mo. So he actually hit about the same spot as they did it at the same time. Did you just abbreviate mobility? Momentum. Oh, momentum. Okay. Just upward mo. Yep, hit some upward momentum. I appreciated it. Also, my favorite physics word is the plural of momentum, momenta. So yeah, these creatures yeah. all have momenta. collect momenta. There's your word I, of the day, folks. I guess if it's identical, is it the same momentum? Can momentum be shared? Yes. I don't know, but we are losing momentum now. Let's go. Yes, we are. <laughs> so we're going to get whoopsie into combat here where they have taken some damage. And the one guy is going to swing at his counterparts with a couple of great sword attacks. And they will truly be great because one will be... Yeah, 3 plus 12 still beats class. And the other is a natural 20 because that's... Freaking! Oh my God, up. he's crit him twice now. Right. Yes. Those were coming at us if it weren't oh, for yeah. this gravity oh, yeah, for sure. spell. Just so yeah. we know. This Craig could Nard. have been a good balanced combat, but instead, instead we I had a pregnant. Yeah. Instead, I once again miss. Like I, I, I'm. I just misgauge how deep the bag of holding worth of different tools you guys have really is. Pregnant's a real wild card. Oh, all right. The same could be said about half the people in this party. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. 6d6 plus 8. So first one, let's see. 27 plus 8. 35 to the first one. Second one is 63. Gee, bus. Wow. Yeah, wow. we're slightly bloodied. Edric is inspired watching one of the Titans swing at his comrades over and over, even falling from the sky. You did this. <laughs> All right. Now the other two, the only thing they are able to do is hurl zombies. So that's what they are going to do, even from question. Question. Answer. With would the zombies that they're hurling at us be the same type of undead that are being absolutely incinerated at the edges of Jarrell's safety bubble? Yes, they might be. <laughs> but for illustrative purposes and for my purposes and to give at least myself some sort of fighting chance in this combat, they're not going to immediately disintegrate, but do some stuff as noted on the character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hoplet, you're up with the destroy undead here, bud. <laughs> soon and Boris will use her reaction as soon as any of them get within 20 feet. Just noting that. Save it for the Great Titans. When they're yes. within 20 feet. They'll be within 20 feet before your next turn. You think? Okay. Yep. Okay. Boris and will not throw it at a zombie that's about to disintegrate them. Yes. So she they are restrained. They are going to hurl zombies. Number one is going to hurl a handful of zombies. One of us is just going to get beamed with a zombie. Yeah, and <laughs> like, uh, you know what, Jarrell, you spoke up, so you're going to get beamed with some zombies. 
Good luck. When they come within 15 feet of me, they have to get past my uh, angelic dogs, which All I right. still have. Okay. All right. Well, the first one is going to be a 23 against armor class. Yep, just hitting hit. me like a, a full-size yes, zombie. Yes, you are being hit by a whole-ass zombie <laughs> for, like, I get to actually roll dice and shit for it. You are being hit with a whole-ass zombie. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Can I say something that makes me giggle about this even a little bit more? Knowing what John does for a living, there are so many things that he has been hit with that not many <laughs> humans have been hit with. And a, yeah, a, ro- a rotting corpse, a rotting right. corpse is not, not <laughs> but he's been hit with things Yet. that you yeah. couldn't even think of getting hit with. John's been hit with, I guarantee it. And a rotting corpse is definitely this is the first time it's always new to us when we're like, Oh, that's never happened to me before. <laughs> Isn't that part of the point of D&D is telling experiences you haven't had? So I have to reach deep into my tool bag to find things that people like John will not have been hit with in their day-to-day life. (laughs) At least once, you can get away with a rotting corpse. (laughs) Wait. No. (laughs) See, I can't do it again in-game because, well... Actually, it's an attack. I can do it as many times. You can do it as, as many want. times as you want. Yeah. I'm hoping you don't try to do novelty. it in real life. <laughs> it loses novelty. That means uh, Dave, something. I have a quick question. I have an answer. What is the size of these? Uh, what are they? What titans? Grave titans. Grave titans. Grave titans. Like the magic the size of these things again. Are you so wondering how many zombies is a handful? Yeah, a handful um, of actual zombie-sized zombies. That it pulls out of its, like, cavernous, like, torso area. That's yeah, just, like, I would say just going by the key art on the sheet here that they would be at least... I had said 40, but it's looking more like about 60 since there is a whole-ass zombie that goes from waist to about four feet from above the knee. Every time you say that, I just picture a zombie made out of just acid. I mean, that's super <laughs> on brand for us. Dude. We've done this before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Phil, you, get to it. You understand our brand, then? Yeah. Okay, so noting on my sheet, yeah. we now have we are now in combat with one ass zombie. Yes, one an ass entire, zombie. An entire, a whole ass zombie. A whole yes, ass zombie. A whole Not ass a- zombie. Don't confuse it with an asshole zombie. It's a very different thing. <laughs> oh, God. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a completely different set of projectiles. Yes. Why do people it's- listen to us? <laughs> I don't know. No I think one we're actively... I, we're... Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that has happened. The first one has attacked. It has thrown those zombies at Jarrell, and I have been joking around about said zombies instead of digging out the dice because um, let's see, that is four D ten plus eight bludgeoning damage. Oh my god. 
I guess I am getting hit with a full size, full, a whole ass. A well, whole ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten. Plus 13, so that's 23 plus 8, so 31 bludgeoning damage from the zombie. And then 1d4 plus 1 zombies arise adjacent to the target. Two zombies arise from the ground, plus the one that has hit you, which is now clinging to your shield, banging at it limply, muttering something about... Okay, so Why? now... I don't know. So now they've entered my 15 feet radius? Yes, they have. Okay. They're about to just get blasted the kingdom. Come, I mean, like, I, right I, now. they are. I, I was going to argue that I shouldn't have even been hit by one because the second it entered 15 feet away from me, it might have exploded. But whatever, I'll make it. Yeah. He, Dave's it been very nice to us so far. It tonight. doesn't stick around for long and it melts away rather quickly. Think about the velocity at which it was entering that space, though, because they were being thrown from above. Yeah. Like, I'd rather get hit. With a couple, uh, just a couple asses, not all of the yeah. asses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would say that it begins to light a flame as soon as it enters that radius. But that like just sort of like it's like it's entering orbit. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Except gross. Um, they all take sixteen damage. Uh, that they're all obliterated. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Like, your holiness just pervades the whole thing. And it's like they're re-entering the atmosphere, and they are burning away. But they do smash against you and arise from the ground and continue to burn, leaving an acrid smoke and general gross feeling in the area. And the other one, it is going to throw its zombies, because there are two of them, and it's going to throw at any... Meany, miny, Felix, you're it. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Yeah. It's fine. Bring it on. Okay. Well, let's see. Seven plus twelve. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Um, these are, these are undead that uh, are attacking me. Correct. The Great yes. Titan is an undead creature. Um, it has to. Since it is targeting me directly, it must make a Wisdom save. On a fail, it must choose a new target or forfeit its attack or harm for a spell. Fair enough. All right. We will because make the wisdom saving throw. Among the dead. You are, and does a 15 do the job? Oh, it is my spell save DC. Okay. Uh, if that's a 19, it's got to be. Oh, yeah. It doesn't do that. All right. It must choose another target or forfeit the attack. Okay. All right. Well, there's. Uh, we have uh, what one would call a target rich environment. So let me roll a die and see what happens. So, uh, Pregnart, it's going at you. Shit. How much damage do I take? Uh, well, let's see. With first, it hits with a 14 plus 12, so it's 26 against AC. So, yeah, that's going to hit. 25 bludgeoning damage from being landed upon by a thrown while falling zombie. Which is also on fire. <laughs> I am going to use um, what's it called again? Watery defense. I gain resistance to fire damage, and I can protect myself when attack deals uh, bludgeoning, piercing, slashing damage. 
as a reaction when that happens. I reduce the damage by my sorcerer level plus charisma. And I can then also move up to 30 feet without provoking opportunity attacks. It's fantastic. You so, said it involves water, right? Yes, it does. Oh, good. It kept some of the grossness off you, too. Seriously. <laughs> it's like so it's, you, it's, you said that was... A- <laughs> You said that was all bludgeoning? It was bludgeoning, yes. Although if you want to apply any of those bonuses against burning, I wouldn't allow that as well because I said it was on fire. It says I gain resistance completely to fire damage. Okay. Uh, then you can say that you gain resistance to it as well. Then. So you, the you see, as I say, so you just negate yeah, the all the damage. Attack, yeah. All right, yeah, you can just negate the damage and have it splash off you harmlessly. Then. And move 30 feet. That's crazy. Yeah. Yay! I can only do that once per short rest, though. That's fine. Okay. That was yeah, a good cool. way. To, that was a good time to use it. Okay, I am going to uh, move to... Uh, shit. Where's Jarrell? I'm going to probably move towards Jarrell. Yeah, use that 30 feet to move to Jarrell. Yeah. He's my bud. All right. I have you over with the crowd, so Felix is definitely just on his only lonesome out there. It's fine. Fair enough. Yep. Some other zombies sprouted up when that attack happened. They were, of course, burned into nothingness by Jarrell's field of awesomeness. They didn't really last long. That is the end of enemies. Uh, let's see, pregnant enemies, and yes, after their turn, but before Jarrell's turn is when they hit the ground with an unceremonious thud. Are they hitting the ground with a thud within twenty feet of Boris? They are not, unless you moved into the area. Now you were hiding behind who, Hoblet or Jarrell? W- one of us. There were the three combination. of us. Combination. Okay, uh-huh. so yeah, if it's not twenty feet from there. So the one that got flung back, he takes 13 fall damage. And the others. So roll them. You know what? They did the exactly the same fall. They have to take the exact. Nah, they land differently. They can land on different stuff. Why not? More dice to roll. 410. All right. So number one takes 33. Two takes 36. And number three takes 38. It should, it number three takes the 38, but it should redo the intelligence saving throw for yep. enemies bound. I was going to get to that part. I did remember it this time. So let's, let's say we do that right now, just in case. And an eight minus four is not going to do the job against anybody who can cast spells without drooling on himself. So that is not so much a thing. And uh, yet they have all taken damage. And I just want to do a quick tally on my end here. Okay, so I've resolved the damage amongst all of them. Um... One through three fall and hit the ground and and, uh, splat down in craters of dust. 
you can't really kind of tell what's going on with them right away. And the fourth one has been flung a little behind. You can see its body ragdolling as it skips along the ground. And it rolls to a stop. Number three gets up almost right away, looking around all confused, swinging its sword blindly in the air. Nothing gets up from the crater where number two uh, lands uh, once it hits the ground, though. The first one, uh, number one, gets up. It is uh, definitely looking worse for wear, dragging itself around a little bit. The one blown off into the, into the background uh, also staggers to its feet, somewhat bloody, but still raring and ready to go. Jarrell, we are now at your turn. Uh, how far am I from the ones that just stood up? The ones that just stood up, you are exactly 50 feet. Oh, 50 feet? Okay. Um, yep. Well, I guess that would mean that if I walked 30 feet towards them, they would be within my aura? No, that's 45. Shit. You could dash. Just dash to them? Yeah, and they'll just take the damage because they're entering the space. Um... I don't want to outrun people too much just because, you know, I, all my benefits are going It's fine. To... We're mopping up. Let's go. Um, I will travel 35 feet towards the weakest one. So you're still uh, dashing? But yeah, literally. But just, uh, for not, but just for 30, which is for the extra five feet. I get it. I get it. Right. Like, can... can... <laughs> Here's a weird question. Can I run up and then run back <laughs> in my dash? So, like, run up 35 feet just to affect one of them with the spirit guardians and then move the other 25 feet back towards everybody? Just to be like, yeah. ooh, burn you with spirit dogs <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I run back. It's totally doable. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess there's nothing that says you can. <laughs> I mean, what is the purpose okay, of moving back? Because like the spells text says, essentially when it when it, when an enemy enters the spells area for the first time on a turn, right? Right. So I'm not I'm not gonna go the full twenty five back. I'm hoping that the party is gonna try to keep up with me on their turns. Um, so I'm gonna go. Let's see, thirty five, and then I'll go ten back. So just enough to hit them, and then just enough to be within everyone's range when they get back to me. Oh, that's going to pay off. Okay, so I see you go 35 feet forward, you burn them slightly with some dogs, and then you go 10 feet back at the end of your turn so that you are 25 feet total forward. Everybody in the group who wants to catch up to you can. Yes. Okay, I see that. Uh, what do your dogs do in proximity to things like that? Um, so they have to make a wisdom save uh, or take half damage of uh, 3d8 radiant. Okay. Um, and if they make the save, they take nothing? They take half. This, yeah, oh, it, okay. Yeah, make it. It's, it's right, 3d8. It's 3d8, and if they make it, it's half a 3d8. Okay, so wisdom saving throws for one and three. Uh, the first one uh, 
does not. The second one, uh, let's see, a 19. Yep, that'll do it. So the first okay. one takes 17. Wow. <laughs> 17 damage, and the first, uh, the second one will take um, 8. All right, number three takes 8. And, uh, yeah, the third one is finally bloodied. And because it has taken damage, it gets to make the intelligence saving throw yet again. Which it has a minus three to. Yes, <laughs> but finally gets a 17 on the dice. So that's, uh, well, it's a minus four. So 13. Does that uh, get him out of the enemies abound? Nope. Okay. We keep uh, making uh, trips to the well there then. And I ran away from him too, so he gets to attack his buddy again. <laughs> yep. When we get to his turn, quite a ways away. So, Jarrell, you do your thing. Uh, is there anything else on your turn you're doing? No, I'm. I'm gonna prepare the reaction of protection fighting style against some. If they. I mean, try it's to just. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, just the way it's gonna just use it at some point. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna use it at some point probably. Because okay. now everybody's all together again, right? Ish. Yeah. More or less. Um, Felix is still kind of off on his own, but uh, everyone else is bundled together. But anyway, uh, yeah, if you've got nothing else, Jarrell, uh, Quinn, we're at your turn now. Ray! Poor Hop. I was just saying, poor Hoblin. waiting. Um, okay, so I'm going to be I'm gonna be quick, Hoblin, because I don't have a lot that I can do. So I'm going to... Uh, Quinn's going to run up um, behind Jarrell, um, and while he's doing so, he's going to pull three walnuts out of his bag, out of his, uh, out of his coat. And uh, he's going to crush them together. And he's going to yell, Crazy Gits! And he has cast Confusion on the four that are in the center that we're going after. So what is it? The, the grave, grave Titans? There's only, what, like two or three left yeah. now? Um, there are three left alive. One is way to the back. Um, yeah. They're all bloodied to one fashion or other, and one and three are still alive. Number two hasn't started moving yet. But he is technically still alive. I haven't said a thing about it. Right. Okay. So I'm just going to assume that they're all still alive, because um, that's what I'm going on at this point. Um, so I cast Confusion. Um, they have to uh, do a Wisdom saving throw. So one and three would. Well, Why wouldn't we'll, two? We'll make our we'll make our saving throws as necessary. So uh, what are you casting again? Uh, confusion. All right. Let's see. We would not make a good save. Uh, let's see. A wisdom saving throw. An unnatural twenty. What does that do for us? Uh, pass. How about an 11? Fail. Right. Yep, same result. So, yeah, let's see. We'll sort out our failures. What happens to our failures? So, at the end of each of... Uh, the end of each of its turns, an effective target uh, must continue to make the, the saving throw. Um... But on its and turn. then on its turn, uh, I have to roll a d10 to tell you what it does. 
Okay, well, number three is confused in two different ways now. Great. Uh, yes. So does it number... So, yeah, the two that are affected on their turn, I will roll a d10 for each of them. Um, there's different things that they... that could happen to them. Um, during my turn, I also am going to give... Insp who I gave it to Hoblet last time, right? Inspiration? He's so, okay, so I'm going to give... I'm going to give Hoblet... Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give um, inspiration to Jarrell, and I'm going to do so by saying, hold on, please hold. Okay. <clears throat> Worry not, Jarrell. When I tell this tale of the moment, I'll leave out how you would have failed spectacularly without my help. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just... Like, Phil writes songs for us, and you, like, stand on our shoulders. Backhand compliment us. Right. Like, but that's I'm, Quinn. Yes. It's in because character. both of them are on brand. So on I say, point. Like, bards, it's just, bards of a different flavor. Exactly. Right. And it's astonishing. Mine's just Neapolitan. <laughs> yeah, one's, one's a musical bard, and one is Triumph the Insult comic bard. Exactly. <laughs> both entertaining in their own rights. Yes. For sure. Yes. Time and place. There's a fine line between entrapment and entertaining. <laughs> I'll bet all the guys ever arrested for prostitution. Yikes. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, uh, Quinn, you have done that and you have cast confusion. Is there anything else you're doing on your turn? Uh. Yes, I'm gonna do my action surge, Ooh. and I'm going to pass. Um, I'm gonna cast greater invisibility on Jarrell. Ooh, greater! Jarrell loves I being just... invisible. That's his favorite thing to do. I just take I take one finger and I just kind of stroke his shoulder, and it gives him. Oh, and, then he just, and then he just disappears. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait a second. So, do you move up to Jarrell to do that? He did yeah, already. I followed oh, okay. him right up. I totally missed the move. I'm sorry yep. about that. All right, now I've got you on my notes. All right, you uh, slide your finger down his shoulder, and he disappears <laughs> like he was rubbed off of the page. Beautiful. Uh, so yeah, that's my turn. All right. And now we get to the bottom of initiative and we have Hoblet. Oh, I'm still here. Hi. Oh yeah. It's time for the smashing. So I have a couple questions first and I'm sorry to do this cause I know we've been fucking going. Um, and this could just be because I'm an, I'm a relative noob to D and D this being my first like party. I can't just fucking sit here and wait for them to fall. James, it's been like, four years. <laughs> like I can't, right, but like I've never had a guy falling and I can't hit him because he's like 30 feet in there. I can't just stand here and just wait for them to fall and then smash the big guys. I got to smash the little guys first. Well, the big guys are on the ground now. Yeah, oh, yeah. The little guys are dead. They took their full damage. The little guys are already dead. They just burned up. Oh, one hit Jarrell. All right. In that case. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll ask the second question because it's kind of a character question and not really relevant to what we're doing. 
Um, well, yeah, let's get to smashing. Uh, I'm about, I'm where we were originally, so how far would that put them from me? Jarrell ran up from me, but I'm like, yeah. I'm assuming it was really a running to the left. I had you on my notes as with the rest of uh, the group there on the left. If you say you weren't, then that's fine. You're no, still he fell at Jarrell. Okay. You're, you're 25 feet from me. You're 50 feet from them. Yeah. So can I, I don't think I can make it to them, can I? Not without dashing. But a dash is my action, right? Yes, oh, that's is. your, oh yeah. Well, let's go up 25 feet. Fuck, I wanted to fucking hit somebody. Oh, combat ain't over yet. Damn. If anything, these guys are just slowing us down. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna dash. I'm going, I'm going right all the way up. Yeah. So you're gonna and, go past me. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna fight. I've You're been, not going to be able to fight this time, and next time you will, and you'll have me there to not let you die. <laughs> how far away from Jarrell do I, how far away from you, to bro, do I have to be to get your benefits? Um, let's see. I, well, I have a couple of them. Five feet is for my protection fighting style. Fifteen, I think, is my... Or of um, courage. Or whatever it is now. Ten feet is my aura of courage. And then I have um, a 10 foot. So it's 10 feet, 10 feet for uh, the advantage on checks against spells. Um, you can't be scared. And then there's one more. Uh, ten, uh, the, oh, so yeah, it's all 10 feet, though. Okay. So then I'll go 10 feet in front of Jarrell. Damn. <laughs> I'm raging, just, man. Just to flex. And, and, and he's invisible. <laughs> So like I'm just kind of I guess I'm just going to like the area where he's yeah. at because <laughs> who knows where he's at. Oh shit, he's invisible. Oh, he could. This will still work then. Um, so when I get up there, um, I'm going to cast as a bonus action because I can do that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cast Healing Word at a third level, which will give him. Oh yeah. You got hit, right, Jarrell? Oh yeah. Uh, got beamed with an ass zombie. Whole ass zombie. <laughs> I'm gonna move into his area, and Hoblet will say, "Be well, my brother." And Jarrell will regain 17 hit points. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, that's a third. All right. You did something. Yeah. Oh my God. This is just, Hoblet just wants to hit, fucking hit things. Initiative takes so long to get down to me, and this has been two times that I can't smash. <laughs> I guess we're gonna smash. Think we're about to end the episode? I know. You don't think I know that? I've been watching the fucking timer. <laughs> <laughs> the Hoblet timer's off. He's irrational at this point in time. We're smashing everything. <laughs> everything will die. This combat is going to be intense. Hoblet might go too far. <laughs> I hope so. I like it. I love it when Hoblet goes too far. <laughs> too far as in further. I mean, Hoblet, you've put a man's head through his ass in the last combat. I, I have a spell that allows me to create an army of zombies. Right. So who knows what I can do? 
Just zombie v zombie, all out yeah. brawl. Yeah, maybe we have bum fights with the zombies I create. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. Next week on the Hapless Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did your job for you, Dave. <laughs> wait, are we gonna have? Wait, 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 wait. Are we gonna have bum fights with the ass zombies? <laughs> yeah, just yes. ass zombies. Anything yes. that I, anything because that if I we kill. Can get a double- if we can get a triple entendre with bum fights, we're we're in a good place. <laughs> ass to ass. To ass. <laughs> Jeopardy categories. Movies you only ever need to see once. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it a couple times. But you're right. Your statement is correct. You only <laughs> need to see that movie once. I've seen it more than once, but once it doesn't that. improve on second watch. One watch uh, per ass. Okay, Hoblet, do you have anything else you are doing <laughs> on your action economy? Um, no, I don't believe there's anything else I can do. I dashed up, and I bonus actioned all over everybody, well, all over Jarrell. Okay, since I feel Why like you have to left, say it like that. <laughs> since I feel like you've been left out a little bit, you know, we're at the end of initiative. Yeah, do you need to wax poetic okay. about axes, asses anymore. No, we're okay. Any, anything else you need to get out? We're no, I think we're good. <laughs> I think I think the group did a pretty good job. <laughs> we made it out in the end okay. Yeah, yeah. we do do okay. Horrible. It happens. Anyway, if you like us, if you are thoroughly outraged <laughs> by us, we can be found on the internet. And for that, I am so, so, so dreadfully sorry. We are in such I think place. we're the number two Dungeons & Dragons podcast <laughs> on the air right now. I hate you. <laughs> it's a gas. Oh, my God. God. It's a solid pun. <laughs> End the episode, Dave. Hurry. Please keep talking, yeah. Dave. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I know. Wow. I don't need to be a deuce about it. Oh. I, it was a poop <laughs> joke. Oh, it took me like 10 fucking minutes to get that. It was a poop joke. Oh. Oh. Because number two. Oh. I was like, who's number one? Oh. This is why we love you, James. Yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, if you, like us, if you survived... Those shitty puns. Uh, we can be found on the internet. We're in such places as uh, Reddit slash r slash Hapless Heroes Podcast. We are on Instagram and the Twitter at Hapless Heroes. We can also be found if you search Facebook, Hapless Heroes Podcast. You will find our page. Any and all of those places will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server, where you can meet and greet and hang out with and shoot the shit with us on a daily basis. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, come and uh, be part of uh, be part of our community. Um, it's it's a good thing we've got going, and we we really would genuinely like to have you. Now, if you really really like us, though, you could leave us a five star review on the podcast service of your choice. If you have made it this deep into this podcast, if you have survived us reprobates for this long, you almost certainly have a podcast service of your choice. And if that podcast service allows, you can leave us a review of any number of stars. We love five star reviews, but of course, be honest in your review. We also now have a five star channel 
in our podcast, where if your podcast service of choice or other podcast delivery mechanism does not allow you to leave reviews, or reviews with stars, or reviews in print and only lets you leave stars or whatever, you can leave one there so that we can recognize you in that fashion. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, Reaper831 uh, writes to us and says, you know, what can I say that hasn't been said? This is a great podcast. Loved it from episode one and listened to this religiously at work for 14 hours a day, which is... Wow, you're working I way too long. Feel, <laughs> uh, yeah, that and also I feel like it's a job in and of itself to just listen to this podcast. Um, I'm just kidding. I just said it as the editor because this one's going to be a job to edit. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I have no idea how many times I've busted out laughing in front of people because of the cast. I always recommend this to everyone that's looking for a podcast. Keep up the good work. I just wish Pandora let you give out reviews. Five star, hands down. Yeah. You, Raper, eight, Reaper831, are a five star human too. Thank you, sir. A five star okay. review. It is wonderful. Now, if you really, really like us, though, you could donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash haplessheroes, because I'm smart now, and I have this uh, loaded up in my browser, and I can actually do preparation for episodes, uh, and it's absolutely killing me. But uh, we have a variety of different levels, uh, giving you access to shiny rolls in uh, our Discord, maybe some uh, access to... uh, know our raw unedited audio and uh some of our behind the scenes bloopers there's some good stuff in there you know check it out patreon.com slash hapless heroes did you say bloopers or poopers (laughs) is that me am i up it is we just weren't giving you the satisfaction all right it's hard to do over this delay. I can't tell if my joke just tanked or if you guys are just catching up to me, but I should assume. Oh, we heard it in real time. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal. Uh, catch a big old fish and uh, make like a real fish. Uh, big, big mouth, Billy Bass big bass billy mouth and what is which one is it is it big mouth billy bass i have no idea i, I know it's one of it's, i think it's big mouth billy i think it's big, big mouth billy and yeah. he's a bass yeah he's a big mouth billy bass mouth and you're gonna make one with a big old fish and um you're you um you're gonna go to um uh your local bar and replace their uh, big mouth Billy Bass if they have one, and if they don't, just put your yours up on the wall. And it's gonna be a real fish, and you're gonna make it uh, just eject its head from the wall. <laughs> like, not wait, eject is the wrong word. Well, you know that's up to you. Yeah, if you want to shoot its head off. That's great. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> and then have the sound of our podcast just emanate from its fish neck. Um, <laughs> that, and if you want, just have it turn its head. But you know, let's no fuck that. Have it shoot the head off, eject the head off, and then um, make the sound of our podcast come <laughs> from the fish anus or whatever it has. Who knows? Anyway, I'm done. See you next week, kids. We don't know what our objective is. We just know that it's terrible. It could be our tagline. Good luck. Anyway, yeah. Reinhardt's 
transcribing that one. Yeah. <laughs> he really, really loves Sorry. us. He really does. <laughs> All right, we're we're gonna save the scraps of dignity we we thought we had left, and we're just gonna outro our cast. Starting from my left, I have Hoblet the Smasher, played by James. I can't wait to smash something. To his left, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. I will protect you all. To his left, we have Hedrick the Entertainer, played by Phil. So what if I slip through the cracks of Bard College? We're dumping a can of whoop-ass with this spell. To his left, we have Pregnart, played by Zack. I can make you smash. To his left, we have Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. Oh, crap. <laughs> Sorry, hold. <laughs> <laughs> to her left, we have. I thought that was your <laughs> outro. <laughs> that, that's one of the best outros yet. To her left, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Until next time. And to his left, we have the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. I'm speechless once again. My name is Dave. I've been your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. Bye. 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 Bye.